Kate McClellan, pro wedding planner with over 16 years of experience helping more than 400 couples down the aisle. I started Planning Collective to help all couples get through the overwhelm of wedding planning by sharing my actionable tips and tools that I've used over the years working with my clients. We'll focus on getting rid of what I like to call FOWO, the fear of wedding oversight. This is an unfortunate condition that almost every couple will suffer from at some point. Let's get you back to enjoying the planning process. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by the Wedding Planning Blueprint course, the new way to plan your wedding. I've been a professional wedding planner for almost 20 years now, and though nothing can beat the excitement of a wedding day, my favorite moments are sharing the real wedding planning experiences and tips that no one else is talking about. I designed this course to help take you from feeling lost and overwhelmed to educated and in control of your wedding plans. The course includes 24 lessons that are structured to help you first create your wedding planning foundation and then build upon it in an intentional way so that you don't make one of the most common and expensive mistakes, planning your wedding backwards. The newest feature in the course, Wedding Chat GPT, allows you to ask your wedding planning questions and get professional answers 24-7. The answers are pulled from the course content, which makes the responses reliable and actionable. This will be a true game changer, saving you time and money while you plan your big day. To see a full list of what's included in the course, head to planningcollective.com forward slash WPB course. Working with a wedding planner would literally cost you thousands, but now you can have the expert advice and tips for under $150. And while the course is a steal, I do recognize that that's still an investment. Make sure you grab our free download, Expensive Wedding Planning Mistakes, and I can promise that that alone will save you the cost of the course. You can find our free guides at planningcollective.com, and I look forward to helping you plan your wedding. Hey guys, Kate here. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Planning Collective podcast. In today's episode, we're going to discuss a question that I get asked all the time, and that is, do we need wedding favors? Before we get to that answer, though, I realized while putting this episode together that I really never knew the origin of the wedding favor. I mean, how and why did that even become a thing, right? So it turns out the wedding favor has been around for centuries, and it's believed to have been originated in France or Italy. It said that the upper classes would give small gifts of sugary treats, which were very pricey at that time, and they would place them in small porcelain or crystal boxes to give to their guests. This was a symbol of their wealth more than anything, which is unfortunately where a lot of our wedding traditions have come from. If you're Italian or Greek, you may be familiar with the tradition of giving Jordan almonds as favors. The bittersweet nature of almonds is symbolic of the bittersweet nature of life and love, and the sugar represents hope that the couple's lives will be more sweet than bitter. Traditionally, five almonds would be gifted to each guest, representing fertility, longevity, wealth, health, and happiness, and they're often tagged with a poem like this. Five sugared almonds for each guest to eat to remind us that life is both bitter and sweet. Five wishes for the new husband and wife, health, wealth, happiness, children, and a long life. Okay, well, that history is a little fun to note. Let's move on to the more practical wedding favor tips that you're here for. 
One of my least favorite parts of the wedding day is cleaning up at the end of the night. Now, of course, it's the end of a long day and we're inevitably exhausted. But the real bummer is when we have to either pack up all of the wedding favors that were left on the tables or worse yet, dump them in the trash. It happens all the time, but there was one wedding in particular that always stands out when it comes to favors. I know that the bride had spent a ton of time looking for the perfect candle favor. It was really important to her to not only be the exact shade of pink of their wedding, but also a certain type of wax that was clean and non-toxic. I knew she was so excited about the favors that she found, and it broke my heart to see the majority of them were left behind by the guests at the end of the night. And honestly, we gave some to the staff and the vendors just so she didn't see how many were actually left behind. I wish I could say that this was just one of a few times this has happened, but again, I can't remember the last time we didn't have any favors left behind, with one exception that we're going to talk about in just a minute. So if you are set on having wedding favors, or if you're on the fence, I'd love to share some tips that will help get you the most for your money and effort. First, food-based favors are always the best. Whether it's individual cookies, a candy station, or those Jordan almonds we just talked about, Favors that are food or beverage are rarely left behind. If what you choose isn't for every guest, there's usually someone who will happily take two. Regardless of what the favor is, if it's some type of food, it will most likely be taken, leaving less behind at the end of the night. Make sure you check with your venue before purchasing your favors, though, just to make sure that they will allow you to give them out especially if you're considering alcohol as a gift. We have had some couples that want to do small bottles of wine or champagne, and some venues will not allow that. So if you're thinking about doing that, check to make sure it's going to be allowed before you purchase. Second tip, depending on the item you choose as a wedding favor, you don't need to purchase one for each guest, but rather one per family or household. If the previous bride I mentioned had ordered one candle per family rather than one per person, it would have been a lot less waste at the end of the night. Of course, if you're doing something like cookies, I recommend you order enough for everyone, but if it is something like a luggage tag, a bottle opener, or a candle, you can probably get away with ordering the same number of favors as invitations that you ordered. And third, if you are absolutely set on giving an item like a candle, share with your guests why you chose that item. Last year, we worked with the sweetest bride who had unfortunately lost her father several years back. When she was younger, the two of them used to go to different flea markets and vintage shops looking for unique antique spoons. It's one of her favorite memories with him, and when she was thinking about ways to include him in the day, that seemed like the perfect choice. Now, as a guest, it may have seemed super random to have an old spoon as a favor, but we made sure to have a framed sign on the favor table explaining the story. She was even able to find a picture of her and her dad's spoon shopping that we included on the table. It was really a touching moment. And as a fun bonus, the bride, her fiancé, and their kid got to spend precious family time together prior to the wedding hunting for the spoons to serve as favors. We definitely had a lot fewer of those left behind at that wedding, and I'm sure it's a lovely reminder of such a sweet story for all of the guests after the day. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have such a heartwarming and meaningful story to your wedding favors. That is definitely the exception. However, if you're going to give away a bottle opener because you love trying new craft beers, maybe dog treats because you have a house full of pups, or an ice cream scoop because your first date was at an ice cream parlor, make sure to let your guests know why you selected that item. 
And one final thought before we wrap up. If you really like the idea of giving the guests a wedding favor, but you just can't seem to find something that makes sense, you can put that money towards an upgrade in your food or beverage service for the wedding. For example, adding a late night snack or upgrading the bar. It doesn't have to be anything that you even make known to the guests, but you can also put a sign out on the table saying something like, please enjoy this pizza in lieu of wedding favors. Again, I've never seen an addition of food or drinks that go to waste. Are you planning on having favors at your wedding? Head over to the Wedding Planning Collective Facebook group and let us know in the poll. You can also drop any wedding planning questions that you have, and I'll make sure to get back with you with an answer. And if you found this podcast helpful, please take a quick second to rate and review on the platform you listen on. It would mean the world to me, and it will help other couples find the wedding planning tips they need. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next episode. Music